you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect it, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, so respect it, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect it, respect it, respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat, you gon' respect the chat. What's up, y'all? Respect the chat podcast, episode 53. We're back. We missed last week. We apologize, but we put out the fight, the RDC fight night, first episode of us watching the Max Holloway, Dustin Poirier 2 fight, and Israel Adesanya and Kelvin Gastelum fight, which I thought turned out great. Do you you guys made it through that whole thing. You're a real fan. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Hey, we're trying something new. Without a doubt, man. It would be cool if we could get the video with our... I was thinking about that. If we can get the video of the fight with our, like, a talking, you know, just so that people could see what we're, you know, we're laughing at and we're, we're describing about 10 and million stuff like that. you want to give the UFC? Yeah, I guess not. Okay, all right. I guess not. Can't do that. Huh? And it's a different twist of right. letting the audience, you know... Yes. See us and, yes. you know, watching... The, we talk about UFC all the time mm-hmm. on here. So to kind of get a little look of what we're like watching the fights. And luckily, I didn't, I didn't get the 10 count while we were watching. No, not what we were watching. If we you watching. fell asleep during those fights, oh. you didn't have a pulse. Yeah, those fights, those fights were, were unreal. Unbelievable. Unreal. Um, Rich got a little agenda for us today. We're going to hit a couple topics. Frankie, from what I hear, is going to do us a little bit of baseball segment. The, the MLB Minute. The MLB Minute. All right. And, I like that. Uh, and I'm just going to fall in line and then answer questions. All right. All right, here we go. Well, I'm going to ask you guys. What do you guys want to start off with first? The NBA playoffs or the NFL schedule? Let's go NBA schedule. playoffs first. All right. So, I think the Celtics last night swept the Pacers. Yes. They're the first team to move on to the second round. All the other series are pretty much Mm -hmm. 2-1. I have it right here. How about that? Jason Tatum, 18 points. Al Horford, 16 points. Kyrie Irving, 19 points. Jalen Brown, 23 points. Marquise Morris, 11 points. That's what you need to do in order to win. You need to be in the high teens and some guys in the 20s. Um to win in the playoffs because look how good the Pacers were. If you look at them, they had one, two, three, four, five, six. They had seven guys in double digits as opposed to, I think, five or so for the Celtics. But they were all like 11, 15, 13, 10, 11, 12. The biggest one was Tyreek Evans had 19. Got resurrected Tyreek Evans. It's just like something with Boston. There must be something in the air over there. They don't like regular seasons, but once the playoffs come, (laughs) oh boy, it's just a whole different thing. I mean, they were playing the Pacers. I know they're fifth, but once they lost Ol- uh, Oladipo, I mean, the Pacers don't really have too much depth or too much on that team. Yeah. So you kind of figured that this was going to be an easy win for them. Yeah, it's a tough. That's a very tough series, I feel like, for the Pacers to win with the firepower, the amount of firepower that the, that the Celtics have. And like Frank said, it's playoff time now, so you yeah. know they're going to step it up a notch. Right. Jalen uh, Jalen Brown. What's in Tatum is a playoff beast. Kyrie Irving is unbelievable when you watch the games. Is, pl- is stepping up big again. Right, and they're without uh, Marcus Smart, who won't be back until if they make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. That's when he can schedule, be scheduled to return. So they're without a big defender and a guy off the bench, but they still have so much firepower that they're totally okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be them and Milwaukee, probably, the final two. Yes. Toronto, I mean, they're looking all right. They're playing the, the Magic right now. Mm-hmm. That series is 2-1. and one. But uh, let's go to the West real quick. What, what do you guys find more surprising? The Spurs being up 2-1 on the Nuggets or the Trailblazers up 2-1 on OKC? For me, it's the Trailblazers being up on OKC. Because the Spurs, no matter who they have, kind of like the Patriots, figure out how to win. They have the great, one of the greatest coaches ever, if not the greatest basketball coach ever. Could be up there with the greatest coaches all around in any sports. It's not Martin. like they don't have good players. They have good players. They have really good players. But they, like, they like lost their main point guard, the, the young kid from last year. I don't remember his name, um, but so good. He got hurt in the, in the offseason. And they had this kid. Remember we were talking about him the other night, Rich? What's his name? White. White, yeah. Um, unbelievable of a player He the dropped, night. what, 31 points? Something like or that. Or something? 31, 36. 36. White's Ben's career high, 36, man. Unreal. Derek White. Like you, When you have guys that could step up out of nowhere and score 36 points, it's crazy. Like, Derek White had 36. You, I forget, at least I do, that the Spurs have DeMar DeRozan. Yeah. He had 25. And yeah. And, and Aldridge. Like, Aldridge, White, and DeRozan can carry that team. And the rest of the guys 
can fall right into place. They have so many guys that they use as well. So they're interchangeable. To me, the Trailblazers taking a lead on Oklahoma City is like not ridiculous because Damon Lillard is playing really well. And C.J. McCollum is a great player. And they have other pieces in there. That, Alpha that, trail, that Trailblazers team is really good. Oh, very good. I feel good. like if it wasn't like this superstar era, mm-hmm. that would be like one of the best teams in the NBA. Well, here's the thing. Ernest Cantor figured out how to play basketball again, right? He's a guy who was drafted very high a bunch of years ago, played with a bunch of different teams, couldn't really figure out how to play. Now he's in Portland, and he's playing really well and solid. They solid play defense, basketball. too. Yes, yes. Not a lot of production from the bench, which to me is a scary thing once you go on. You beat Oklahoma City, which you still haven't done yet, but if you do and you move on, the bench is going to come big because their starting five is solid. You know, McCollum and Lillard and Cantor, Harkless, another guy from St. John's. I love Harkless and Al Farouk Amino. But, I mean, Cantor, Lillard, and McCollum are the only guys really scoring. They're scoring a lot of points, you know, and they could score in bunches. But to me, that's the surprise. I agree. You know? Because, I mean, all year long we kind of – I mean, we, we've been saying it. You know the Nuggets, they're, they're they're second in the West, but like we didn't really have faith in them. We didn't really believe in that right, team. I mean, right. they they they're a good team, but like you said, once you go against the Spurs, that's like going against the Patriots in football during the postseason. You know, right? Exactly. And OKC, I just figured, I mean, I I thought they would step up a little bit, but Russell hasn't been playing good in the postseason. Well, he hasn't been shooting really well, right? He's he had a good last game. But yeah. Yes, his and field that, goal and That's why percentage. they won. They were down two nothing. Mm-hmm. He's never had a good playoff run. No, ever. he hasn't. But he was down all the years he's been in the playoffs. He stunk. When yes. it, once the playoff comes, his production goes way down for whatever reason. W- I w- wonder why. You think he's, you think he's trying too hard, or he's trying to get more players involved? I don't think now? that ball hog mentality works in the playoffs. But you can't. But Harden does it. So why can't why why can't Westbrook? Well, Harden's a, a way better shooter than Westbrook. Mm-hmm. And I think the other part. I don't know necessarily if we should call. Well, I'm not going to call Westbrook a ball hog when a guy averages as many assists. I'll as he say does. ball dominant, right? Because Agreed, everything yes. goes through Agreed. him. That's what Agreed. I mean. I don't mean like he's taking Agreed. all the shots. I mean that he's setting up everything. Yes, I everything agree. has to run through him. And I don't know that that works in the playoffs as well as it does in the regular season. How's well, what's Paul George doing? Is he? Is he's, he's playing pretty well. Playing well. Yeah, he had he had what do you have last game when they win twenty two points. His field goal percentage wasn't good. He was three of sixteen. Um, I think two, he's been shooting like twenty percent. I think they said Paul George the wow. last three games, so he hasn't really been right. Not great, man. Not great he's at all. He's got that so- shoulder injury. Yes. So he he has to really step up big time. Westbrook does. I I think need to control the ball. But what I think Westbrook hasn't figured out how to totally do is know when to take over and when to be the felicitator. I don't know if he's figured out that right mix yet. And you see him sometimes out there, and he's like gonna pull the trigger, and he's gonna shoot, and then he then then he dishes it, and then when he should dish it, he he pulls up for like a contested shot. I don't know if he's found that that mojo yet. I don't know if he's found that that mix of that right mix of okay, now I take over, now I start to felicitate, and at his position, at the point guard position, at what his abilities can do, he has to figure that out. The field goal percentage isn't good; it's dropping year by year. The average in the triple-double is amazing, absolutely amazing. And I've said before on a couple podcasts before, I believe he's one of the best players in the NBA, if not the best. But the field goal percentage is hurting him, and that's just blatant. And, and if, I, if I don't recognize that, that would be stupid out of me. But you, you got to shoot better. You got to shoot better. I don't know what it is. I don't know if you got to get to the hoop more. I don't know if you got to practice your shot more. I mean, these guys are veterans in the NBA. Rich, me and you talked about this yesterday with Ben Simmons. Like now, people are losing their mind over Ben Simmons because he dropped thirty-one, and then the other the other night, every single point is in the paint. Every point, every every point was in the paint, and that's yeah, but what, is that a bad thing? Because no, it's not. I feel like we keep dwelling on this, like like with Giannis too. Like he can't shoot the three, but do you have to be able to shoot the three at his position? Yes. I don't think so. At his, you think at his position because, because Giannis getting well, all those points in the paint opens up other people's opportunities to shoot the three. You don't have to shoot the three to be the best player in the NBA. But, but, you but, just don't. But here's the thing with Ben Simmons. No, no, I agree with that. But you have to be consistently a good shooter yeah. to be one of the best players in the NBA. The thing with I Ben mean, Simmons, Simmons has been really good 
the last two years, and he can't hit a three pointer. So, so he he's doing something shot, right. Period, though. Yeah, but he's doing something right because he gets his points. But here's I the mean, thing. if you get thirty Did points, you get thirty points. No matter how you get them, it doesn't really matter. Rich, is he getting thirty points on the Celtics when they play him in the paint? You think? No. No. I'll answer that for you. We'll, we'll no, see. I don't know. Toronto, you think you're getting 30 points in the paint against Toronto? Because no one's really been you're able to figure Brooklyn. it out yet. He's playing Brooklyn. And listen, I'm from Brooklyn. I was born and raised there before I moved to this great little but town But he's been doing it all year. It's not just one series. Yeah. It, it, all year. And last year, the NBA, too. The NBA regular season all year is a joke. It's just to the point of getting to the playoffs and then guys start to play. Don't 30 points is impressive no matter how you get them. I totally agree. But... If That's the guy hasn't developed a jump shot yet, and he's in his third year in the NBA, and he had from kindergarten playing in Little League. He might not ever the, develop no, a jump no, shot, No, no, he though. won't. He won't yeah. right. develop a jump but shot. If he, he has, but if he keeps putting up these kind of points, it doesn't matter. That That's doesn't, all I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, is it, it will not generate into wins. I agree. I he agree need, with Mike. You need the spread. You there's something about developing a jump shot and playing pick and roll in the NBA nowadays, where you have to be versatile. Where they're what they're gonna do is is they're gonna pack the paint on you and they're gonna force you to shoot the shot. If he was they're the number one player it. on that team, I would agree with you. He is, but he no, he's not. Embiid's the best player. How on many that games team? has Embiid played in the playoffs? I'm just saying. Like, and to be honest, he's not the number one on that team. So. If you're the two or the three guy, you can be that guy. But you know why? Would you agree to this, though, Rich? I'm I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you (laughs) off. But would you agree to this that he's that that team doesn't have a number one? They have a one A and one B. I agree. It's Ben Simmons and Embiid. Yeah. And only and 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 to go back to that, you're saying Embiid's number one. He sat out the game. Ben Simmons got 31. So that's why he was able to get those points in the paint because Mm -hmm. Embiid wasn't there clogging the center. So it was kind of his. It was his. It was his territory now. You know, and that's why he had a big game. When Embiid's there, he does. He, he's not capable of doing that. Right. That, that he, middle is clogged way more. Those that gets cut down. I, yes. I agree. Those possessions. That's why he get hasn't had yeah. a good postseason so mm-hmm. far. And that's why that dude Dudley or whatever his name is from Brooklyn I just, is making I think, fun of him. I think you could be successful with those two guys. Like, say you get a three-point shooter next year. Say, say well, they have one say, this year. Say it all fails, right? And they get Clay Thompson next year, and those guys are responsible for the points in the paint. And Clay Thompson was responsible for the three-point plays once everybody starts crowding the middle. You don't think something like that could be effective in the NBA? Okay, let me. I, it, it may. But here's the deal. Let's look at point guards in the NBA right now who are dominant. Right? Dominant point guards. Steph Curry. Lights out. Shoot lights out. Westbrook. Westbrook. Lillard. Can't. Westbrook, but I don't, Westbrook I don't think Simmons is, obviously is, a better, is, is, is a in their shooter. league. I don't. I don't think that he's up there with those no, guys. But that's what he's pursuing, is what I'm saying. And he's pursuing to be one of the best point guards in the league. I don't he think. Has to. I don't think he'll ever be. I, oh, okay. I think he's right. really good okay. at what he does. Okay. And I don't think like he's going to be a bust. But I don't think he's going to be top five point guards in the league anytime soon. Well, that's what all the experts are saying. Yeah. yeah. And that's what everyone believes. I, I disagree with that. Okay. But, but I, I agree think with that you. what he does can be effective. Our whole conversation yesterday, Frank, was that I told him that after he hit the 31 points, all his points were in the paints, I was listening to ESPN radio, and all these analysts were saying, if he could just get a jump shot, he could be the next LeBron. Mm-hmm. And that's when we started saying, like, he's never going to develop that jump shot, you know? He, he's, he's been playing since he's been five. Right. He would have developed it by now. He's been in the league for three years. He would have developed it by now, you know? Like, they're, they're making it seem like this guy's just going to magically one day start making a jump shot. Right, you know, and that's not that's not how it works. If you if you've been playing all these years without a jump shot, that's your game, and you're not going to develop one. So that's kind of where our conversation was. We're not saying yeah. like he's not good or what his style of play isn't good, but these analysts have to stop saying that if he just develops a jump shot, he could be the next best thing in in, in the NBA. Right, he's not going to develop it. No, and I don't, and I I think you have to be able to. Sh- they're going to force him at some point. Maybe not this year or this playoffs, but at some point. They're going to force him to shoot constantly. They're not going to let him drive to the hoop anymore. No. That's not going to happen. You're right. So you you have to figure out. You're gonna, right. You're going to have to figure out well, how to shoot the ball. That's on the Sixers. And that's in anything in basketball. If you start, you play, you play pickup games and you're driving the ball four or five times in a row making baskets, the guy's going to play you to shoot the shot. And now you've got to figure out how to shoot the shot. Yeah. But if also, you can't shoot it, now what do you do? But also, if, if the coach is good on the 76ers, and like Frank said, let's just say they get a big-time three-point sh- shooter next year. He could be the guy that drives down, and now the defense has to choose who they're going to pick up. Mm-hmm. They either, 
Because now he could drive. He could either dish it out to Clay Thompson, they get him, or whoever the three-point shooter is, or he could drive to the lane. Right. So now that gives him the opportunity to do that, or he's just going to assist. And they have that right now, though, don't they? And J.J. Mm. Redick. I mean, J.J. Redick's a good three, One but— One of the best three-point shooters in the NBA. I mean, at a time. Yeah, he hasn't he, been good, though. So I, Well, he hasn't been really showing up in the playoffs right now, but overall— Statistically, yeah, one, one of the best, best one of the best shooters. in three point shooters. The thing about to me is that, and I had this conversation with someone a couple of weeks ago, is that Joel Embiid to me is not the what the NBA like. He he has a game that maybe twelve years ago would be dominant in the NBA. His his game is a is a to the back game. He could shoot here and there, but if you force him to shoot all game, he'll he, he won't kill you. No. He kills you in the paint. The NBA has gotten away from that. You have to be a versatile it's to get back big to man. That, though. No, it's not though. Where is the rest of the guys? Giannis is like that. Giannis could do everything. He's not shooting threes though. He does, but he's only gonna get better at it because he he has proved that he can get better at it, and he's proved that he. Is versatile in what he could do. He could beat guys off the dribble. He could play with his back to the hoop. He can cut to the lane. He could shoot right, a three. But every his now dominance and in the paint is what opens everything else up for the Bucks. Don't you agree with that? Well, he he does everything. He does everything, and his dominance in the paint is a helpful factor to them winning. But he's he he can also do other things. That's on my MLB minute. That they're scared of teams, and when they guard him. Is like oh he may he can shoot the jump shot. Let me you know play him a certain way, and then he can get you off balance, and then he can get to the hoop. With Ben Simmons is you're never afraid of the jump shot. You're always gonna just play the the drive, and then he's he can't do that to you. And Embiid, the thing about Embiid is that ten years ago, twelve years ago, like I said, great, great in the league. It's just Anthony Davis could shoot. Anthony Davis could do a bunch of different things. To me, he's the best big man in the league. A lot of people tell me that Embiid is. I just can't believe it. I can't get on that train. It's just Plus that it's working for them right now. It's working for them right now. But as yeah. of right now, it's really not because he's not even playing. Well, not, yeah, it worked for them in the regular the season game. and it put them in position to play a team in the first round who they should beat. But the next round, they ain't winning the next round. They may win this round and beat Brooklyn. Be good for you. But you're not beating anyone. I don't care who is in the next round. If it's the Celtics or the Raptors, you're right? Not That's what it say has to like, be. Yo, Embiid, you got to start shooting threes when it's working. No, the when thing what is, you're doing right now is working. But the thing is that I don't think that the longevity of his body and his style of play is going to help that team. And I don't think Ben Simmons is, is as well. So I don't think they're in as good a shape. And listen, <laughs> I know I, uh, right, Mike hates Philly. Okay, I get it. But <laughs> this is coming from the, a basketball, straight basketball knowledge and sense of what I've developed over the years in the sense of like, yo, that is not going to go to be a longevity of a team. Embiid's game and Simmons' game, they need something else. Having Jimmy Butler is great. Having Tobias Harris is great. That's going to help that team. But they haven't had great series either. Where's Jimmy Butler been? Where's he been? Now, he, he's a guy who, right, I, I, I want to be a free agent. I want to go here. I want to go there. I want to, want to make demands. What are you doing in the playoffs, G? Where are you at? I haven't heard much about him. You know what I'm saying? When you're with, when you're on the team by yourself, it's easy to dominate. It's easy to take 500 shots and score. When the you're on a team, you have to figure out how to get Ben Simmons involved more. You got to figure out how to help him more. You have to figure out how to get Tobias Harris th- th- those open threes. That's another guy. He could shoot Tobias Harris. You have Tobias Harris and you have J.J. Redick who could spread the floor, drive the paint, kick the ball. <laughs> But they've been doing that. Yeah, but they've been doing it against Brooklyn. I mean, I think but they're that's averaging all they, like, they played. You, right. I mean, you okay, can't put fine. that against them. No, I'm I not think putting they're playing Brooklyn. But you have to look ahead. Listen, you have to look ahead to say, okay, what the only is way we're going to know do? is when they play them. They're going to find they're out. They're going to yeah, beat yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah, that's why I'm jumping to conclusions. They're going to beat Brooklyn. You're definitely jumping to conclusions. Yeah, because they're going to beat Brooklyn. They're going to have to play a real. You know, they've been winning by like 30 points every game. But they're playing a team that stinks. The next game, they would have to play the the Raptors. Yeah. So it'll be the 76ers we'll versus the Raptors. The Raptors are for real. The Raptors are all around so good So if they team. do this to the Raptors, you'll you'll say that their style of play is good. If they do it to the Raptors, which they won't, if they do it to the Raptors, I'll rethink what I'm saying. Okay. But I just don't see how that translates. Unless Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, and J.J. Redick wake up and start playing basketball, they cannot win. With Embiid and Simmons doing what they're doing, it won't. It won't last. It won't beat really good teams. But th- that's here and there. What else we got, Rich? No, I was just looking. I mean, 
The Celtics we'll, moved on to the next. The next. Yeah, uh, blew right through the Pacers. See ya. <laughs> The Bucks and are then blow the through. Bucks are—they're they're up 2-0. So yeah. they're mo- I think that game's today. Game uh, three's today. They're going to be so the most Pistons. likely it's going to be the Bucks versus the Celtics okay. round two. Wow. In the West, <sighs> the Warriors are most likely going to beat the Clippers. They'll mm-hmm. have to most likely play the the Rockets. They're up two oh one. Gosh, what a series you get right there. Right. A lot of people were predicting that to be like the um, Western Conference Final yeah. game. But th- and that's why I think Portland has a really good shot if they could somehow beat Oklahoma City. I think they're going to. I think thing is, it, they're I, up 2-1. All they got to do is win one more yeah, game. Yeah, OKC went over there, and they, they beat them in OKC, and then they went over to their home, and they beat them in Portland. Like, they, they're not winning home games. These teams are not winning home games. You got to win home games in the playoffs. So, say Portland wins this series, they play— Either they the play Nuggets pro- or the Spurs. Either the Nuggets or the Spurs. Spurs. I would say the Spurs. Um phew. That's a crazy series, too. I just want a yes or no. Andre Ward got lipstick on? Yeah. Yes, because I can't go with a maybe, so (laughs) it looks like yes. Good Lord. Andre, oh, he's licking them. He's licking the lips like LL. That's the the issue. What else we got in basketball, Rich? Anything? No, I just wanted to. I just wanted to talk about the playoffs real quick. Okay. That was mostly it. We mean, we hit the Ben Simmons thing and the Seventy Sixers, but I just wanted. I saw something on the bottom. We're watching Sports Center on the background. But uh, that guy, Big Baby Miller, failed two drug tests. He ain't fighting Joshua on the first three. now. Wow. Three? Yeah. I think it's three now. Wow. That's I just, I just saw it on the bottom. That, that fight was supposed to be June 1st. That's crazy. That's crazy. This fight tonight. In Madison Square Garden, that fight was going to be. Yeah. This, th- there's three good fights on this card. I can't believe we possibly good chance. You want to give up this. your debit card, either one of y'all. I don't think I got my. I think my debit card is close to what yours looks like. It might not it be. It ain't negative 22. It, it may be. Here we go. Rich, you in for t- this fight night? Nah, nah. Whoa, nah, nah. here it is, Rich. Very nice. I'll watch yo, the highlights on tomorrow. Yo, yo Lopez, that dude, Tuffalo Lopez, I don't know what his name is, <laughs> Tafu Lopez, he is a beast. He's fighting tonight. Shakur Stevenson is fighting tonight. And my my dog, my main man, Bud Crawford versus Amir Khan. What a great card tonight. But ESPN did us dirty, man. Top Rank did us dirty. And they put that on pay-per-view. And we got to pay like $80 for that. Like crazy. Y'all, are, y'all are crazy about that. Here's UFC a, tonight no, as well, right? It's 60. I, I have an account, so I think it's 60. 60. Whatever, it's UFC crazy. tonight in Russia? Or it's today? right now. Actually, right now? Yeah. Oh. Yo, how about this stat I, I, I seen on Amir Khan? It says, after tonight, this is from BT Sport. After tonight, Amir Khan will have fought 13 current or former world champions. Yeah, you gotta he, give that guy some respect. Yeah, he, wow. You simply who? have to respect his willingness to fight the how best. How many? How many did he uh, fight? Thirteen. 13. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he got knocked out by thirteen, though. So hey, I mean, let's, let's press the brakes. Geez. At least he had the heart to step up and fight these guys. Yeah, I, guess, I guess. Definitely. I think he's good too. I think he's a pretty good fighter. No, he is definitely good. Hundred percent, former world champion. Rich, I know Mike's seen it. Super have medalist. you seen him um, use the uh, water bottle as a speed bag? No. Yeah, that was crazy. I'll show it you didn't later. look real. It didn't. It didn't even look real. He's punching water as it's yeah. coming at him. No, 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 no. The water bottle. He throws an empty water bottle up in the air and he hits it three times with his right, three times with his left, and then, and then what? Left hook. It. Yeah, left hook to the sky. It's the cra- It's crazy. It's crazy. I'm about to check this out. All right, let's get to the NFL schedule, Rich. What do we got? Well, the NFL schedule is compact of so many games, right? So what do we want to do as the RDC crew? We wanted well, to. Well, I, I I asked you guys yesterday, Frank. I'm, I'm Are we recording on that right there? Yeah. Shout shout out to y'all out there. <laughs> Frank, we, I'm uh we may look a little ragged over here this I morning. I appreciate <laughs> you actually doing a little research and actually I didn't do the thinking. second part, so before you finish that. Well, we're we're going to start with the first part. Okay. So right. the the season the I schedule I appreciate you two taking all the good games before you let you told me Yo, to pick. Listen, I sent the picture and I said pick 3 games. Mm. I was the first one to get back, so I got those good games. Mm. It's not my fault. You're the one that said, I'm not going to do it. Hey, the last game you picked was trash. What's the chance nah, you can get Uncle Frank to buy us the fight tonight? I mean, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure he has a debit card. <laughs> <laughs> He's not far off from me with technology. Yeah. Do you guys remember your games, or do I have to actually give them right now? I mean, I have them on my phone, right? I got it. All right. Yeah, I got it. So the All schedule right. were released on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So uh, I asked these guys to pick the th- three games that they were most interested in seeing this year. Mm-hmm. Um, you want me to go first and give yeah. my three games? Yeah, go ahead, Rich. So my three games this year, m- all my games are actually at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. I just think that's going to be, you know, 
these these teams are all going to be good, so they're going to be fighting for that division. You think Baltimore? Or play oh, my God. Well, no, no. That, that one isn't going to be playing for the – I'll explain that one. Okay. <laughs> but my first game is the Bears versus Vikings, week 17. Mm-hmm. Why'd I, you pick that? Why? Mm-hmm. So I think whoever wins that game is actually going to be the team to win that division. Okay. I think it's going to come down to that game. Okay. So that's why I think it's going to be very interesting, and that's a game I will look forward to seeing at the end of the year. So you're telling me at that point, week 17 – the Kirk Cousins has obviously figured out how to use that offense the right way. He's in the mojo. The defense is playing very well. The Bears' defense continues to play well. And the young offense of the Bears is matured at that point. Yes. Because I agree. I think the Bears could be one of the best teams in the NFL this year. Well, the, their, their last month of football, mm-hmm. they have the hardest schedule. Right. They what, play... What is going on? They play... Um, <laughs> what was that? The Chiefs, the last... The last... um. Uh huh. The last four weeks, I forget the full the full schedule, but they have uh-huh. the, the the toughest month of of the NFL. Get this full. Yes. What's happening right now? We got a little we got a little technical difficulties on the podcast. My dad is showing up in the background. We don't quite know if he wants to get in or not. All right. I think he's just trying to watch us. Oh, okay. All right. Watch us through the window or oh, something. I forgot the bag to bring over there. My bad. Come on, dog. We're recording right now. Don't look at me like you don't never seen anybody to record a podcast before. <laughs> Don't go in front of the camera either because that's recording. <laughs> All right. So, Rich, pick yeah, Rich. Bears, Vikings was the first game you picked week, se- week 17. Week 16. I have the Steelers versus the Jets. How come? Le'Veon Bell playing his old team. Okay. I like it. And I then like it. week 14. Uh huh. I'm a Ravens fan. It's a Thursday night game. They're playing the Jets. Le'Veon Bell's with the Jets now. So now mm-hmm. they get to see Le'Veon Bell once again. And then CJ Mosley going against the Ravens for the first time. Oh, yeah. I think it would be an interesting Thursday night game. So I'm looking forward to seeing that game. So those are my three games. I'm going to take a page out of your book, Rich, and say I find it very interesting that <laughs> you pick two Jet games. Um, to me, the Jets aren't that exciting of a team, but I do agree with you with them adding Bell that it's going to put a dynamic on that team that's going to change them for the better. And I do agree it's a very interesting game with Le'Veon Bell going back playing his former team, seeing what those guys think of him, seeing if he's one of those guys that go to another team and then play his former team and kill them or have a bad game. Because it's one of the two. He's not going to have a decent game. He's either going to kill them or they're going to shut him down. Something's going to happen like that. And I, and I have the game that you have. My games are Week 14, Jets versus Ravens. Absolutely awesome game. Mosley going against his old team. Um, uh, what's his name? Bell playing against the Ravens, but in a different uniform. Not that same rivalry as the Steelers Raven as the Steelers Ravens rivalry. Um, that is that is a very intriguing game to me, and one that I feel like is going to be a heck of a of a hitting game. I agree. Be a lot of hits going on. That I think game. the Jets defense is going to be very good this year. Yes, I agree with you. Um, my second game was a little homer pick here, Week Seven. Dallas versus the Eagles, which I believe is either a Sunday night or a Monday night game. Um, I just think that those two teams, at this point, in both those teams, uh, I don't know. I don't want to call it history, but in era. Era. Like right now, this year, those two teams have to figure it out. Dallas has to show who they are, and the Eagles have to show who they are. Both have mature young quarterbacks who really, at this point in their career, should be hitting their stride, right? The offenses are both very dynamic. The defenses are both very solid defenses. I think the Eagles and the Cowboys could be two of the best teams in the NFL this year in the same division at Week 7. They're going to work out the kinks by that point. Hopefully there's no injuries. I think that game could be, like, one of the best games of the year. Now, what you're looking at in, in is, is the future of both of these teams Could I finally coming together. No Nick Foles out of the mix. See you later. It is Carson Wentz's team. Dak Prescott, got to prove yourself here. Zeke, can you continue to do what you do? The offensive line for the Cowboys is finally healthy. The Eagles got a couple more you know, pieces in there on defense and in offense that, that they solidify what they need. Still don't got a run game, the Eagles. But, I mean, still, they got Jordan Howard. Right, they got Jordan Howard. Correct. Okay, there it is. So now they may have a solid running, team, running back. I just, I just think that those two teams now at this point are like, prove it. Show and prove here it is, and week seven is the time to do it. Could I, I'm going to ask you a question. Yes. Why did you? That's the reason why you picked week seven and not week sixteen later on in the year. Maybe the division's on the line. 
in that game? Listen, if I think week seven, though, puts – I put it in the middle of there because I think right in the middle of the season, just about or so – Teams are showing who they are, and they hit full stride. By week 16, you may have some guys who, would, depending on what those teams do, maybe they're out. You know, maybe – and it has, it's been proven that that, team, that game does count later in the year. But I just feel like more could happen later on in the year injury-wise and record-wise and stuff like that. Just week seven is dead in the middle of the heat of the season, and it's show and prove for two teams who have built themselves to get to this point right now to show out. Got to show out, both of them. And my final game, week two. I can't believe I'm getting a week two gem of the a game. Rematch of the last rematch year. of last season when two teams, one team got butt hurt, and uh, I think so, rightfully so. It's the Rams versus the Saints week two. Come on, B. That's you got to be, be kidding game. me. The Saints are pumped for this game. Wow. They want revenge. A lot of players that were on that Saints team that, yes. are, that got traded or went somewhere else, they're circling the Rams on their schedule with their new team just because yeah. they have that much animosity hate, yeah, yeah, for the Rams, and they want to play that team again. Oh, without a doubt, man. Without a doubt. So that's my three. Frank, what you got? Um, <laughs> Come on, <laughs> dog. Gracious. Right here. I got New England versus Kansas City week 14. I think that's interesting because we'll get to see how much the Chiefs improved from last year through that game okay. alone, how much they matured. How much their game plan has changed, mm-hmm. how they're going to look in the playoffs going forward, mm-hmm. all of it. I think when you play the Patriots that late in the season, it's going to prove a lot for them. And I also think last year that was a phenomenal game. <clears throat> that game was awesome last year. Absolutely Two great. Two times. They Two played. times. So, the first time they played, it yeah. was won by a field goal, I believe, at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. And Can then I talk in, over Yas? Uh, no, no, I'm just agreeing. Uh, games. I'm just <laughs> agreeing right. with you Give of why I think that's, I, I, I'm agreeing with you of why I think that's a good game. I'm just trying to boost you up. But, Give uh, your three games, and then we'll and then we'll yeah, talk about your games. Thank you, <laughs> right there. That was, I appreciate that. All right. um, I got the Browns versus the Steelers, Week 11. I think okay. that that game is going to prove who is the best in that division. So. That one's interesting to me. What week is that? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah. They better prove who they are before week eleven. I'll tell you right now. But I, I like think that. it's going to be a close race. So th- I think okay. that game will mean a lot. Okay. And Seattle versus Baltimore week seven for um what's his name's return to uh, Earl Thomas the Seahawks. Yeah, Earl Thomas. <sighs> That's a good game too, man. The Browns versus the Steelers week eleven. Wow, I cannot wait for that. I cannot wait for that because that game is really interesting because that could be like a turning over of the division yep. from the Steelers to the Browns, which is what everyone is talking about happened. Mm-hmm. But you could talk about it all you want. You have to prove it. Well, it you have to, to prove it right on here. the field. Right. So, and that's their chance to do it to me. Oh, tremendous games. What about weekend? Week weekend. What the heck did I say? Weekend. Weekend. Week eight. Week eight. Okay. Cleveland versus the Patriots. That's a good game too. I think any game this year that the Cleveland plays is going to be like must-watch because of the team that they have. I, I, I think we have to, in order to really see what Cleveland is, we have to pick out those games like Frankie just picked out against the Steelers, against the – you say the Patriots? Yeah. Or just now against the Patriots, yeah. Like teams like that. How what, bad they could beat the Ravens. How are they going to fare against those teams? Is the will they gel together as quickly as they need to in an NFL season? You know, it's not like a basketball season where you got 82 games to try to figure this out. You know, and then gel together the way LeBron and Bosh and Wade did because at first it didn't look good for them, right? It was like, oh man, this is this ain't too great. And then they gelled together in those amount of games. Football, you don't have that luxury to figure out how to gel together. You have to figure that out on the fly. Week by week, you have to figure out what to do. So they're going to be a really, really intriguing team, the Browns, man. And I'm rooting hard for them. The Browns, the Cowboys first, I'm rooting for wholeheartedly. But the Browns, man, I could possibly be a like a closet Browns fan. <laughs> you, know, you, know what, you know what I just realized? That both of y'all. Both of y'all. Pick the Baltimore Ravens game as one of your most interesting games of the year. Well, so I, all three of us I have a Ravens game. I picked it because of Le'Veon Bell playing against <laughs> the Ravens <laughs> and, and Mosley too, and he picked it because Earl Thomas. Earl Thomas. All right. So my next question was. I want to say this though before you move on to your next question, the Ravens will not win. I told you this last night at dinner. <laughs> will not win more than four games this year. Oh, that's hilarious. And they you w- want to put a hundo on it? 
I'll put a hundo on that easily. What's four games? You're more going than with? four games? Four. That's an easy schedule they got. Maurice Jones-Drew said the Ravens have the most favorable schedule to make uh, it to the Maurice Super Bowl. Jones wait, wait. Drew. But, I respect that, Maurice Jones-Drew. I won't respect anything <laughs> Maurice Jones-Drew Can Jones you Drew at least says. say there's a, there's a major flaw in that, which is that once the playoffs come, first of all, you don't know the playoff schedule. It doesn't matter. If they make it to the playoffs, they make it to the playoffs. I'm cool with that. But he's saying Super Bowl. There's no way they win a playoff game next year. We have no, no idea how this team's going to look. No but I don't think no, they're going to be. I do. Trash. No. That's how they're going to look. Rich, the no. only way that that occurs is if they actually they're a 500 get team. a quarterback. They don't have a quarterback. All right, here's the deal. That's Let's important. just look at their schedule for run real quick, okay? Week one against Miami. Miami. Win. All right, I'll give you the win. Eh. That's a stretch, but I'll give you the win. <laughs> the Cardinals. Win. Loss. All right. Listen, it's a stretch again. I'll give it to you. Two wins right okay, off the bat. Wins. Chiefs. Loss. Browns. Loss. Steelers. Loss. Win. Bengals. Loss. Win. Seahawks. Loss. <laughs> Patriots. Loss. Bengals. Loss. Texans. Loss. Rams. Loss. 49ers. Loss. Buffalo. I'll give you the win. All right. Come on. Yo. That's I'll four. give you the win. They're beating Cincy That's twice. That's four wins? Wait, they never beat Cincy. Hold yeah. on, hold on, hold We're on. We're beating Cincy twice. They never beat Cincy. So there's, so there's six wins. You're just we're going to beat the Steelers once, oh my so there's God. seven wins. All right, wait, hold I'm on. telling you, we're going to be a 500 team, eight and eight. No, no and we're gonna way. We're going to no. surprise you and beat – let me see. Then they finish out with the Jets. That's a win for the Jets. <laughs> and they play the Browns again. The Browns win again, and the Steelers, they play at the end of the year. They Listen, win again. We're, Bro, we're, they win one, two – One, two, three, four. Three games. Five. <laughs> three games they six, win, and that's seven. a stretch. Yo, you know who does have an easy schedule? The Cowboys. You think so? Yeah. I tried to look at the Cowboys' schedule. That looked a little rough to me, and I got very nervous. Hold on. Let's just go back to the Ravens real quick. All right, let's go. Let's do it on air. $100. The Ravens win more than four games. A hundo? I don't even know if I got you, a hundo. You can't, you can't go four. Go eight. Oh, no, eight. Go, no. Se- go seven. Impossible. Over seven is 100 for you. Mm-hmm. Under seven or under is 100 for Mike. Oh, look at you now. All no, he said four. I'll think about it. I can't do it on air right now because then it means I'm locked in. Uh. Totally locked in. But when I look at it, stretch. A stretch four. Where yeah. do you think he got that shirt? I want one. He got that from Versace. <laughs> I don't have a clue. Or his wife's budget. closet. <laughs> one of the two. That's a romper that he's wearing. Um, let, let's look at Dallas' schedule for a second here. Where's Dallas on this? I need my glasses for this, B. Rich, help your man's out. Where's you Dallas win, at? Dog? Up top. It's in alphabetical order. Oh, it is? Oh, beautiful. Dallas. Okay. <laughs> Dallas plays the Giants week one. Lost. <laughs> the Redskins week two. Wait, that's an easy game. Wait, hold on. What was the first one Lost. against the Giants? I want to count easy games. Okay, so so far two easy games. Let's not say wins or losses. Okay, Let's I like just say easy and okay. hard. Dolphins. Easy. Easy. Saints. Hard. Hard. Packers. Hard. Easy. Jets, hard. Wait, wait. Packers, you're going, you're going hard. I think that's a hard game. Yeah. We, we, it, it's, Based on what? Right. I agree with you. I agree. I, I think that I think that they're not good. I agree, and I don't think they got any better. But it's always a hard. It's, it's always a tricky game. Let's call it tricky hard in this case because we got no middle. All right. But they stink. All right. Let's let's just keep rolling here. Let's just keep rolling. All right. So how many easies so far? Three. Right. Three. The Giants, easies. the Redskins, and the Dolphins. The Saints and the Packers hard. I the, think the Jets are going to be hard. The I Jets? think that defense is going to be really good. No. There's going to be a hard defense. Yes. It's like, no, no. You guys are crazy. This I, is an easy schedule so far. No. I, think the, I think the Jets, are, uh, that's another tricky one. Oh, my God. Eagles, Eagles, hard. I agree. Giants, easy. easy. Vikings, hard. I would agree. Ugh. Lions, easy. Patriots, Patriots hard. Buffalo, Buffalo, easy. Right. Walkthrough. Bears, hard. Ra- uh, Rams, hard. Eagles, hard. And then they finish out with the Redskins. Easy. Easy. Right. There's more easy games than hard games. No, there's not. I think uh, it's, I think it's about. Some, I, I think it leans some a little so, more. There's some so so games, but there's not many hard games. The, I'm say there's it's like about some toss up games. The Jets, the Vikings. There's no way you could say playing the Jets is a, a hard a game. Kind of, I just they think stunk they for the better. last five years. I agree years. with you. I agree. They with got you. Bell and, and, a, and a Packers. Good defense. The Packers stunk. Like, what's difference besides the fact that they lost Clay Matthews? And their head coach. They're not going to be good next year. I think you have a very good argument. I just think that they've been proven to play good games no matter who's on each team. It's just a hard game. It's a it's an yeah, NFC could, yeah. game. I'm just saying they have a good schedule this next year to make a real run. 
I, I don't so. think so. I just think there's a lot of mix in there where you could there's games where you could stumble, and that makes me nervous. Yes. Stumbling games make me real nervous. And but Cowboys are Cowboys are take it easy. A tough <laughs> a tough team during a regular season. Sometimes they play these 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 easy teams and they get a, and, and and they lose. Regardless, I guarantee you teams to play. I guarantee you I'm they lose one game to the Giants. Them. I'm just saying they have a good schedule. I guarantee you they, they have, have a favorite. If I was a Cowboys fan and I was looking at that schedule, I'd be like, nice. Most can, of these games, you're I'm making gonna, it seem like I'm they're going to win 12 games. I'm going to be excited to Yo, bet on them. They should them. be 3-0 right off the bat. Off the bat. Giants should be a win. Redskins should be a win. Miami should be a win. Your first test is against the Saints. You beat the Saints. You If you beat the Saints, you're rolling over the Packers. So I would agree with you there. They hit the now Packers. You're 5-0. 5-0. You're in stride. Right? Now you're 5-0. Now you Even play the Jets. Even if you're 4-1. Right. L- let's okay. just say you lose to New Orleans and you bounce back and beat the the Packers. If you're 4-1. You, and one. If you lose in New Orleans, though, do you agree? It has to be a game where you show up and you lose by a field goal or a touchdown or so. To have the momentum to go into the game against the Packers, which is a, a hard game in the NFC, to beat them. So say you're 5-1 and one now, right? You beat the Packers. 5-1, and one, you play the Jets, you roll over the Jets. Yeah. I would agree with that. No, Rich? This if is, you're rolling, this is very, it's momentum. This yeah. is very possible. Yes. It's very possible. I could see both arguments. I could see both that arguments. That you only lose... To the Saints in the first, what, five or six games? Yeah, yeah. And then you play the Eagles going in, oh, in the next week going into Depending your Depending on how they look. Right, exactly. They might be three and two, something like so. that. I three and they're. three. Mm-hmm. Let's, look, let's look at Atlanta's schedule. If we're looking at all our team schedules, Atlanta plays. Atlanta is has benefit like here. no games outside, I think, for the first like 14 weeks. I can't even. What, what Vikings. They play the Vikings. Eagles. Tough. Colts, tough. Titans, they should win that. Texans, tough. Cardinals, got to win that. Rams, tough. Seattle, tough. Saints, tough. Panthers, tough. Bucks. I think the Bucks are going to be pretty good this year. I think they're making a comeback. That's tough. Saints, tough. Panthers, tough. Niners, they should win that. Jags. What are the Jaguars going to look like now they got Nick Foles? That could be then, a tough game too. And the Bucks again. And then the Bucks so, again. It's a hard schedule. That's a pretty tough schedule. Pretty tough schedule. And the back end of that. Is very tough. Yeah. Of that schedule. After you buy, whoa. Right now, I'm not worried about the schedule. I'm worried about how the team is going to look after last year. Yeah. After the injuries and mm-hmm. after not looking good. Right. How they're going to bounce back. One running back in the backfield now. One running Freeman back in the, the backfield who didn't play most of last year. Right. All of last year. I think he played like two games. Right. And he, went and he had to get surgery. Interesting. Very interesting. I want to have Josh on soon. To talk about the upcoming NFL season, see what he thinks about the Jets, um, get his info of that, and he's got a lot of baseball knowledge too as well. Josh, he said, so it'd be good to have him on as well for the MLB for minute. The MLB minute, <laughs> which is that coming up right now? Do we got the MLB minute? No, we still up? got we still got some NFL stuff. All right, let's go NFL stuff. Thursday night games, right? I, you guys, you want you want to pull up the Thursday night games? I, th- I already you, have mine. You text me that? Yes, I sent it to all y'all. All right. oh. Steelers versus see, Browns. Do you see the preparation these guys do? Oh, right there. Right there? All right, let's click nice. on it. Okay, Steelers versus Browns. Most exciting game on Thursday night. What game do you think it is? Steelers versus Browns. I'm going to go Cowboys-Chicago. Chicago. Chicago. No, I got to go Steelers-Browns, too. That's yeah? a heck of a game, man. Whoa. Yeah. I think I think the Cowboys-Chicago game will be really good. I think I also like the Rams-Seahawks early in the year, but if I go overall, it's got to be pittsburgh Versus okay. Cleveland. All right, so now go to the next one. Monday night. I'm going Chiefs Chargers. Oh, oh that one's in there. Chiefs, Chiefs Char- Chargers? Monday night. You know that's in Mexico, right? Mexico. Uh, Mexico. Viva la Mexico. What do you got, Rich? You got anything in there? Let me see what's happening here. Might have some Cherezos while I watch that game. That is a good Cherezo game, I'll tell you right now. Oh, man. I like the late game. I like the Colts versus the Saints. Yeah, I was and actually just looking at that game. Andrew Luck, I think, could really be on a on the up now. He's healthy. That team's gotten better. Adding Devin Funches. Man, I, I, I think they're going to be solid, and I think the Saints are always good. So I also like the first game of the year with yeah, the Texans, Texans versus, Saints. versus the Saints. I was going to go that game just to be different, but I, I, I agree game. with Frank. I think mm-hmm. Kansas City Chargers will be the best Monday night game this year. Wow. A lot of good Monday night games this year. All right. Very happy about that. Monday night. 
You mean Sunday night? Sunday night. I'm is sorry, that, yes. is this Sunday night right yes, here? Yes, this is Sunday night. I like My the bad. Bears versus the Rams. I think that'll be the best defense versus the best offense in the NFL. The Bears versus the Rams. This is Sunday night football? Mm-hmm. That's pretty crazy how many Sunday night games the Cowboys got. Is that not crazy to anybody three. else? Patriots have two. Wow. Seattle has two. I'm going week three. Rams versus Cleveland. Wow. Great game. Great. Two, two. I think the I think the Browns are gonna have one of the best offenses in the league, mm-hmm. going against one of the best offenses in the league, the Rams. Frank, who'd you go? He oh. went Chicago Rams week eleven. Chicago Rams week eleven. Dang, I'm gonna have to go Cowboys Saints week four. Why not? Interested. This I always like when the Cowboys play the Saints. That's how I know if my team is good or not. If we could beat the Saints, I love the Saints. I think they're a great team. But also. That's just a pick that I, I picked that straight on the heart. Now that I look more about it, Week Five, Colts Chiefs. I like that game. I like that game a lot. I like the way the Colts play. Two I like AFC the way the Chiefs teams. play. That's a really good game. Even Week Six is good. Steelers Chargers. Whoa, that's a good game too. Week Nine, Ravens Patriots. <clears throat> <laughs> Had to mouth. throw it out. There. Had to throw mouth. it out. There. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. All, All right. right, I got one more football question, then we'll let Frankie do his baseball minute. Go ahead. I'm putting you guys on the spot right now. On the spot. The NFL drafts Monday. I means yeah. Thursday. The first round. Who do you guys think your team's going to pick up? What? I don't even oh know when we're drafting, gosh. Rich. What kind <laughs> Yo, of question is that's that? That's why I told you. What position? Well, yeah, just give me a position if you don't know a guy's name. Defensive tackle, like always. For the, for the Falcons? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Or, or what about this? What do you think your team needs the most, then? If you were the GM... What would you go I for like in the first them, round? I like to see them take a safety. I know that they're all in on Neil, but I like a little bit more security up there. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would agree. I think the Cowboys need either a safety or a defensive back or a corner. You know, either a corner or a safety. Some One type of, of DB. Two. Yeah, but it needs to be you a don't secondary have any, player. Any guy that you would really want? Uh, no, I, I don't really. I know the kid Anybody from, LSU from Alabama is so, or LSU. Yeah, right. I'll take any one of those guys. <laughs> no problem at all. Don't even care who they are. Just sign me up for one of those two guys. Because I think the two guys coming at LSU are tremendous, right? The safety. Oh, I mean, I mean the corner. Uh, I don't remember his name. I just seen him on back yes. to campus the other day. The corner. He shut down Metcalf in that game that they played. How, did you see those highlights? Yeah, super good, that kid. The LSU corner. And the other guy is like a really – he's going to go like – First, like first five picks, right? He's like a defensive end or something like that, isn't he? Yeah. The other guy, I don't remember who I he forget. is. Either. I could look at it, but that's who I think. I think it's either going to be a safety for the Cowboys or a corner. Okay. I hope. I mean, I'm hoping the Ravens pick up a wide receiver, not either a Brown. No, yeah. okay, yeah. They're not going to do that. I'm, I'm being realistic. I think they should go for a wide receiver, either Brown or or, or Metcalf. I think one of those two guys would be. Only that makes me nervous with Metcalf is that. The guy who we picked up a few years ago, Perriman, was supposed to be this elite guy, one of the best we received. I think he was number one. Can I tell you a stat right now about DK Metcalf? He yeah. ran a slower shuttle than Tom Brady. Yeah, I know. Wow. Not great. They oh they they inflated his other numbers. That's all they well, did. Well, his like, other numbers were great. But yeah, but they, if they, you they really be a good shined on runner, that. You have to know how to mm-hmm. cut. I agree. Yep. So that's why I would rather take Brown. Mm-hmm. I think he's from Alabama, correct? Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. What's his name? No, Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That's yes, Antonio thanks. Brown's cousin. Thanks. That's, yeah. that's what I was that's thinking. Your cousin. Him or Metcalf? I think we should get. This is the kid from LSU I was talking about. Devin White, the okay. linebacker. They're saying he's going to go to. Um, you don't need a linebacker. No, 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 no. no. I'm just saying okay. this guy. <laughs> he was one of the other two guys. I don't know who the corner is now, um, over there. But man, that kid Devin White is is a heck of a player. I could use a linebacker. You could. What I don't even know. I gotta figure out where my team draft. Yo, they have him in this I'm mock draft. 10. DK Metcalf going to Baltimore. Yeah, you're at ten. Atlanta's around, at ten. Or so? Around there. Okay. All right. right. Don't you think? Or so. You're looking at it. Where are they? Marquise Brown. That kid's name is Marquise Brown, the wide yeah. receiver. Yeah. Why am I thinking Jalen? You were calling him Jalen Brown. <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes. That's from uh, the dude from the uh, Celtics. It is the dude from the Celtics. That's where we that had a really good from. game last game as well. Yep. So, all right. Frankie. The MLB You're Minute. Up. MLB Minute. We need a song. That sounded like Nickelodeon. It is? That sounded like the Nickelodeon thing. I'll be better. The only reason I know that is my daughter listens to watch the Nickelodeon. It's the MLB Minute. It's the MLB Minute. Just give us a minute and we'll give you the stats. We'll give you the stats on the MLB Minute. 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 All right. Coming at you with the MLB Minute. 
yeah. Let's do the standings first. The NL East, um, Phillies and Mets are tied. They're both 11 and 8. Um, NL Central, the Pirates, 11 and 6. The NL West, the Dodgers, 14 and 8. Um, and the AL, the West, the Astros are ahead. Or they're actually tied with the Mariners. Mm-hmm. 15. The Astros are 13 and 6, and the Mariners are 15 and 8. Uh, the East, the Rays are ahead, 14 and 6. They have the best record in baseball, which I think is interesting. They're playing out of their mind. Dang. Um, and the Red Sox are in last place, 7 and 13. Oh my gosh. And the Central, the Indians are in first there with 11 and, si- and 7. Toronto is on a surge too, right? Toronto's been playing pretty good. From Toronto's what I see on the highlights, pretty good. they're yeah. on to come up a little bit here. It's interesting. That, I mean, they're only a game back, but the Yankees have a losing record. Still very young in this season. Um, yeah. Cle- Cle- Yankees are playing average baseball. Right. They have a lot of injuries right now, though. They, they have, have that team's hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I looked at their – I was telling some people at work, I looked at their lineup the other day. I didn't know half of the people. And I'm, yeah. a, I'm a pretty diehard Yankee fan. Like, I follow them. But mm-hmm. they're switching people so much that – I don't know what's going on. The third baseman's hurt, Abdul uh, Abdulzar. Yeah, they're thinking he's gonna come back, but they're gonna they're gonna limit his play. So they're either gonna put him at first or DH. Yep. If he doesn't need the season-ending shoulder surgery. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing too. I have him on my fantasy team. Boston seven and thirteen is um, they stay a surprise, right and a they're surprise, not hurt, yeah. which is interesting. Right. Chris Sale, they don't know what's going on. I think mm-hmm. he went like the first. Four starts or something without hitting ninety miles an hour. Wow! So that that's really concerning for them. Mm-hmm. Um, Houston six and zero at home. Houston is solid, man. Huh? They're yeah. they're a heck of a squad. They're great. A lot of young players. Everybody is good, and they show up every game. Yeah, I really like that. I hope the I hope my man Mike Trout and the Anaheim Angels or the Los Angeles Angels is that what they're called now? Yeah, the um, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Um, I hope they start to make a stride. I love Mike Trout, man. I, I, I think that guy, out of anyone, deserves whatever you want to pay him. Um, so happy for that guy. I know I didn't get a chance to shout that out on the podcast. Tremendous player, but even more than that, like a, just an all-around good guy. Does things right, the right way, never in trouble, never like causing controversy, just is grateful for, you know, in, 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 in for his opportunity. So congratulations, Mike Trout. All right, so just some news now. Mm-hmm. Your boy Yelish broke a MLB record. Whoa. Most home runs at through their first 12 home games with 11. And he has all his home runs at home, which is interesting. 11 home runs so far this year. Um, That's crazy. The Grom on the injury list mm. for they're saying something in his elbow. Not good. He needs an MRI. They're saying that it's just um, like precaution because they pay him so much money. Right. Basically, is what they said. But I, I don't know how much I believe that. Looks tricky, huh? Yeah, it looks tricky. And the Mariners have the most home runs in baseball right now. I don't know the actual number, but those young kids are playing out of their mind. And it just reminds me of that Mariners team from the past. Oh, with Griffey and A Rod, and I wonder, I Ed, wonder Edgar if Martinez, those guys, Martino Martinez, yeah, if those guys become superstars, if they learn their lesson from last time, and if they dish them all out again, or mm-hmm. if they actually tried to keep some of them this time. That would be that would Gino be pretty Martinez wild. Was with the Mariners, Tino, yeah, Before Tino Martinez, Edgar Martinez, yep, A Rod, Griffey, A Rod, all those guys were hitting wow. bombs. They were so good. They and they had a. Uh, Oh man! Talking John, about that, Johnny team. and Rudy would know the one guy who was like a, he's like a hillbilly looking dude, but he was good, man. I don't remember his <laughs> name right now. Um, not sure. I got a little quick obscure stat about baseball right now. Here we go. Um, the Oakland Athletics put out a big ad in uh, San Francisco Chronicle. It said, "KD commits to Oakland." Yeah. So everybody was like, you know, with Kevin Durant. Hitting free agency, Chris Everyone, Davis. But it's, but yeah, but what they meant it was for is the other, the other guy, Chris Davis, who plays for the Oakland Athletics, signed a two year extension. Amazing player. Yeah, yeah. So great he, home run hitter. Yeah, thirty. He's on my fantasy team. Nice, thirty three point five million dollar two year extension. But it's just funny how it reads: KD commits to Oakland, and everyone was like, "What?" Because they assumed it was Kevin Durant, but nah, 
So how about this? You know the Lightning got knocked out in the first round of the playoffs, right? They have to win all those games. So uh, ESPN put out this post of anybody that broke the record for most wins in a season, none of them won a title. Wow. The 2001 Mariners, 116-46 and 46 was their record, no title. The 1906 Cubs, 116-36, and 36, no title. 2015-2016 Warriors, 73 and 9, you'll remember they lost. Hell. Uh the Lightning, they lost. The 1995 Red Wings, they lost. And the 2007 Patriots, when they went 16 and 0, lost. They lost. Wow. They lost to the Giants. The Warriors lost to the Cavaliers. The rest of those teams are not sure about, but wow. That's a pretty crazy thing. Most wins during a year doesn't equate to a championship. In sports history. Wow. Any sport. That's pretty cool. Pretty cool stat. That's amazing. What else do we got on the podcast? Or we wrapped up here. I think, I think that's it. That's all I all got. Right. I mean, do you guys want to? Perfect, man. I got to go pick up my sister from the airport with my dad. That's going to be an interesting drive. That guy's always got something to say. <laughs> um, we'll see how that goes. Good luck. Frank, you got why? Where are you going today? I'm going to my sister's house. Nice. Shall I'll just be chilling. And you're just going to be chilling? Yeah. And you're Maybe not I'll watching th- the fights tonight? I don't know. I might. I had off today from Wait, work. So I'm going to use your debit card. <laughs> all right. Where is my debit card? You take it? Yep. Stoles that. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I would love to see it. I, I mean, I could chip in for it. I'll give you your 20 back. <laughs> I could I could hit somebody with 40 right off the bat. I, 20 for the last one. This is just going to be a tremendous fight. Let's stay in contact with each other throughout the day and figure out something. Let's not keep saying, yeah, 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 yeah. Some of that back and forth, whatnot. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Let's either get it or not get it. That would be make nice. A decision. And hey, if you guys are late one more time, this might be our last podcast ever. No, we won't be late. Listen, man, late we got, we got, we got things still to recording? do. I record the whole show right there. No, just oh, you know what? I, you, you know why we're why we were late? Because your of boy birthday. No, no, no. Oh. Your boy left his daughter's milk out all last night, so the milk went oh. bad. So I had to go all the way to the store to get more milk. Right. And the thing is, my daughter doesn't drink normal milk. She drinks organic milk. So the local <laughs> delis don't have organic hair. milk. She got beautiful hair, man. So nice. so I had to drive all the way to town <laughs> and get some more milk. Got to. So that's why we were late. So it was way, my fault. Blame me. That's okay. That's okay. I was late myself. I had a rough night. By the way, shout out to our grandmother, um, Lena Lena Gagliardi, 95 years old. Good Lord. God bless that her. Is a, that is a long time to live, man. God bless her. She's been an amazing, amazing Still, person. All those years, yes. never seen the Cowboys win a Super Bowl. <laughs> Nah, well, no. yes, she has. She, yeah, she definitely Couple, has. All of them. <laughs> She's seen all of them, I think. Dang. What was that? St- what was that? St- we gotta get one for Gigi, on. y'all. Come on, Cowboys. <laughs> we gotta get one. What was that stat I sent you guys the other day about the Cowboys? No, nah, it's not funny. No, no you got about say, Tiger guys, Woods and the Cowboys. Yeah, that's it, Tiger Woods. Why is I don't understand why that's funny. Why is that funny? Why is Cowboys <laughs> jokes funny? Is I don't get it. Hold on. We, and we got to give Tiger some shout it's out. Funny because we, all right, all right, it's funny because it's funny because of what you just did. Okay. It's because let, Cowboys fans get so mad. So no, mad. No, 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 I'm not getting mad. <laughs> so I, just, I, I always find it, well, we should get mad at some point because it's like, well, why isn't these jokes about any other team? Because you know Tiger, why? Because you only make fun of the greats. Any other team don't get upset. You can make fun of the Falcons all yeah, you because want. Because they don't win. That's why. Maybe that's why. They don't have the longevity of the legacy. That's what it is. Oh, my God. You haven't yeah. won a Super Bowl in 90 years. Yeah. I found, When's I found the last time you won? Never, which right. is why I don't get upset with Falcon <laughs> jokes. <laughs> Tiger Woods won the Masters, fell off for 11 years, mm-hmm. and came all the way back to win the Masters again, all before the Cowboys won another Super Bowl. Yeah. Shout out to Tiger Woods. <laughs> Man, I'm so happy greatest for that com- guy. You, you see what MJ said? He yeah. said the greatest comeback ever. Yeah, he's, he's being nice. But I, I, I think, think it, it is. is. 100%. Yes, it could the, be. The guy had his back fused together. Like yes. That's the last step of back. And that wasn't the only thing. Yeah, and ob- mean, obviously all his other issues. The drugs and Yeah. The, I never disagree with, controversy with, with, with uh, MJ either. So you, you, it, it, when I seen that, I, it was like I couldn't even believe it when it was happening. Yeah. I was so happy for him to win that one. To win the, the masters, masters on the comeback is like crazy. Unreal. His fifth one. Crazy. Of his career. Freak. Unreal, unreal. Like... Like, uh, I was talking to your Uncle Frank. He's mm-hmm. a big golf guy. And yeah. I was telling him, like, you know, I, I never sit down to watch golf. Right. But then when I noticed that Tiger had a chance to win, mm-hmm. me and you were glued to the, the couch yeah. last week. Now, this is going to bring back a lot of people to golf. And it's it, it, it the ratings go up when Tiger is playing well. People want to play golf. Regular local golf courses, people are going to start showing up. Pff, oh, man, Tiger's back. I got to be. I got to get on my game. You know what I'm saying? Definitely. Tiger, Tiger revives 
golf. And there's been a lot of young guys. Uncle Frank said the best. Like when Tiger was winning, he was just so much dominant over everybody. And then all these really good young guys starting to come up when Tiger got injured and they kind of surpassed him because of his injuries, because he couldn't withstand, because of the family issues and the personal things that happened to him. These guys just trampled over him. And now for him to come back and make that comeback and win the Masters another green jacket, sick. So sick. I need the green jacket in my life. I'll tell you right now. Um, so shout out to Tiger. Episode 53. Respect the chat podcast. You're going to respect it. Shout out to my brother-in-law, Ryan. I know I love always talking to him, man. He always is spreading the RDC crew out there. So peace, love, and happiness, y'all.